This is 55. Episode 55 of the Rough Hope Show. We are really recording this time, so all good. I have the creator of... Creator and proprietor, is that what you are? I'm creator and co-founder. Creator and co-founder. Of Soul Boricua. Soul Boricua. Mm-hmm. And listen to that pronunciation. Yes. E, like it's straight out. It's a brand. Is it? Mm-hmm. Can I see this? Yes. I'm holding in my hand some Soul Boricua. Sofrito. Sofrito. Yes. Seasoning and base. Can you tell? Well, okay, first off, this is Jessica. Jessica is uh, my friend from high school. She ran with the uh, crunchy, slightly crunchy, slightly bougie. Some of y'all kind of, you know, had about that. But we were all kind of, I don't know. We were all trying to find our way in life, okay? Sure. If we were black, out of the black people at Jones, we were like the, we weren't the thirsties. No, we were not. But it was definitely more of like a upper cruster kind of hip hop kind of thing. I would think so. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, sure. High school was fun times. Aren't kids now, aren't all kids now the way we were then? Like, I feel like our, the shit we was on is, like, super cool now. Most definitely. Yeah. I think it was, yeah, I think we were trendsetters. Like, we're Chance's grandparents, for sure. We, uh, we He owes us a lot. Yeah. You, me, who else was that? Um, Sasha. I mean, Sasha Willie. and Willie and Ian, like, they definitely, I mean, Brian, yeah. I guess. I mean, but like they, he definitely needs to like. I don't, I don't need a check, but I definitely need like a shout, a shout out. out. Yeah, he yeah, needs to, yeah. He needs to be in some stuff. On some songs, he need mm-hmm. that. We need that for sure. But um, so yeah, Jessica is like you know my friend Monica. I talk about she's friends or she, they were friends. Whatever their situation was, we all hung out together in high school. Mm-hmm. High school was awesome. Um, so now she's like all grown up with like a business. Can I open this? Yeah. So, can you explain what sofrito is? So, sofrito is a traditional Puerto Rican seasoning. It is um, basically used, um, if you've ever had, like, Puerto Rican rice or some Puerto Rican beans or anything Puerto Rican, that was what gave it its flavor. It's a mixture of, like, green peppers and onions, cilantro and garlic. And we add a little twist to ours to give it the soul feature. Because um, our branding is combining my two races. Uh-oh. So I'm Puerto Rican and I'm African American, hence the name Soul, as in Soul Food, and Boricua, which is what the indigenous people, the name they gave themselves. Boricua. Correct. I got you. Thank you, Joe. So that is what the brand is. And so that is where the company started. Um, we wanted to. Um, we, my sister, my oldest sister came to me. See, I did that wrong. That's why I, that's why I let you Oh, okay. That. No, it's fine. I was just trying to read the little story on the back. So my sister um, came to me one day after, so I have a, I have three degrees. I have an associate's in culinary arts. Okay. I have a bachelor's in business, okay. hospitality management, and I have a master's in business with okay. a focus on marketing. Right. Oh, wow. So, my sister's like, hey, you did all of this work and went to school, and you're frustrated working for companies that just care about profit. You should start your own company and set the values you want in your company. So, I said, cool. So, we decided to come up with a name, and we decided to do catering. We decided to focus on just catering for non-for-profit organizations, like their community meetings, 
Okay. Because they would go and do like my sister would go to these meetings because she runs a not for profit and she would go to these meetings and the food sucked and they pay like thirty five dollars at Jewels for that food. I'm like, yo, they can give me twenty five dollars. I'll do it better. I'll set up a better presentation so it sets the ambiance. You know, food and the setup can set the ambiance of a meeting. So that's what we started doing and we got some big um, not for profits like Chicago Teachers Union. We've done catering for. We've done catering for the Boys and Girls Club of America. Like yeah. we've got some. Decent clients. So that's how the catering company started happening. Then um, we noticed that we, for most of our dishes on our catering menu, we use the sofrito. It feels like sometimes it's kind of tedious to make. I'm like, man, I wish we could buy this somewhere the way we make it. And she's like, no, but if you can't buy it, make it. No, wait, 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 wait. No, keep going. Maybe you're about to go where, I'm, where I want to go. Go okay. keep going. Keep going, keep going. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so, um, so my sister who lives in Inglewood, she started going to these community meetings about the Whole Foods coming to Inglewood, right? Mm-hmm. And they're like, we're looking for suppliers who have a product that meet these standards that can go in the store. Still, my sister calls me like, yo, your product needs to be in this Whole Foods Inglewood. I'm like... Yo, do you think we could get that? Like, that's a lot of words. She's like, we could do it. So we started going through the planning, and we went to a meeting and proposed to them our product. Mm-hmm. They're like, yeah, we want this. Right. We want this product. I'm like, yes, yeah, cool. And it's what's interesting is the meeting was at Kenny King College. Right. And when I noticed my sister was there, she was like, hey, yo, you should work here because this is a culinary institute. You'd be perfect here in the inner city. This is you. Mm-hmm. I'm like, yeah, so I applied for it. And I got the gig. Nice. While she was working on getting the sofrito together, she got a gig working for the Whole Foods in Inglewood. She's the community engagement specialist. Wow. So it's cool because sofrito kind of led us to the jobs we have right now. So it's pretty dope. Nice. So yeah, so we started working on getting everything Smells together. Really good. Yeah, I think it's pretty good. Anywho, the <laughs> sales started. Um, we started getting everything together. And got approved to be on the shelves. And then when the store opened, we was on the shelves. Nice. So now we are available at the Whole Foods in Inglewood. In the new year, we're hoping to get three more stores. Okay. And we have three more products that we're launching. Do you guys get to pick what stores you're in? No. Uh, yeah, so when you okay. get at Whole Foods, it's different than other grocery stores, which is why we've started with Whole Foods and okay. not any other company. But um, once you get in one Whole Foods, you basically have to pitch yourself to the other ones. Okay. So I can get in any Whole Foods I want to. I just have to pitch myself. Nice. And if they want my product, then they can get it. Okay. So what is the difference between sofrito and solfrito? Um, or can you not tell me that? Well, I don't really want to tell you my trade secrets, but That's just fine. say it's a, it's a bit of a different flavor. I don't, even, different... no, I don't even care about the flavor necessarily because I haven't had the original one, so I don't really know how this okay. is going to be different. But you mentioned the first time you told me about it, you mentioned that there were like some uh, like some health implications as well. So my goal was not just to make sofrito like everyone else does. Mine was to kind of have it be something that you use as a seasoning mm-hmm. and not have to use salt and pepper. 
right? Okay. So to eliminate some of those extra seasoning, like if you use, if you go to my website, I have a blog and I have a lot of recipes that if you use the sofrito, you don't have to use that Lari's, right? You okay. don't have to use that seasoning, that adobo, all that stuff that you usually use. You use this in place of it and you cool. And this is really just vegetables. And so you're seasoning with vegetables and herbs right. as opposed to adding the salt and all the extra stuff that like are 16 words and a million syllables to your food. Green peppers, garlic, onion, cilantro, olive oil, kosher salt. Yes. Plain and simple. That's some secret shit. Which y'all don't tell us about. You can't put secret stuff on, on a, um, in a plant, in a item without like, putting it on there. Really? That's illegal. Oh, okay. Gotcha. Okay. So what, okay, so like, what's the first thing I should use this with? Like, um, what do people use it on different stuff? People use it on just about everything. Actually, um, in a couple weeks, I'm launching a social media contest. Uh-oh. Uh, where people can tag us in their picture and show us what they use their sofrito on. And they can win a $50 gift card. Okay. To Whole Foods. Don't, uh, don't like not, don't like not pick mine because you know me or because you was No, I'm, we're going to pick the best one. Okay. We're going to pick the best All one. Right. So the dopest picture, the most unique way of doing it type of thing. Bet. I'm going to put it on like a hot dog. It's got to be more creative than that, okay? <laughs> you don't know what I do with hot dogs. Well, I don't. Maybe you make the hot dogs from scratch. Bruh, I don't know. I don't dog, know. That's interesting. Hot dogs from scratch. Yeah, they're pretty easy to make. What up? Can I help you? You can. You this can is your oldest daughter? This is my oldest daughter. Harmony? She's, she's 10. How's it going, Harmony? Good. You want to come say hi? Hi, How's Jessica as a mom? Hi. Uh-oh. Good. She's good. <laughs> you better. <laughs> <laughs> Go clean the kitchen one and two. So you guys get ready to take your baths. Thank you. Her son has like a mohawkish kind of haircut. Yeah, he's got mohawk. I had a mohawk in high school. I you did? Yeah, you did. Shut up, Jessica. <laughs> Look, it's been a while. Whatever, man. I, I gotta find somebody to like verify all of my myths about high school. Emmanuel didn't want to talk about my hops. Paul did, though. Paul came in and saved me. It's like, yeah, Jerry. Yeah, hops. to Paul. I'm Boom. surprised Paul's not here. His radar is not off that there's a Jonesite in the area. Hilarious. Yeah, he's here all the time. Paul's hot and cold on me, but I like Paul. Everybody is, which I understand. It's okay. But, um. That's so sad. Uh, is it? Yeah. I mean, people really? should just be either hot or either cold. Why we got to switch it? That's true. Just be who you are. That's very true. That's what's up. So, okay, so Sofrito, healthy, everybody check it out. I wanted to be a sponsor of the Rojo show. That's fine. So what I would do is, like, um, I would either talk about it in the beginning of the show or the middle of the show. At some point of the show, I'd talk about it. Um, I really want to, like, check out some of these recipes and, like, eat it on some stuff. Yeah. And then, like, I'll start mentioning it on my show, and then, like, maybe I'll give it, like, a maybe I'll let you, like, sponsor, like, a segment. You yeah, know that's what I'm fine. saying? And then once you see them sales spike. Oh, yeah. Then I can. Oh, you want me throw you a couple dollars? You know. Maybe. Or just, you know, just hit me with the sofrito, man. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I think it's decent. Yo, yeah, I do. A, um, sponsoring this event. Come through with some sofrito egg rolls or something. Yeah, I do do buffalo egg rolls. But um, on the blog, I do a Tasty Tuesday. So every, every Tuesday, I like post a different recipe or even a tip. I like cilantro. Cilantro is good. I saw this on Facebook. I do. I'm not Facebook. Uh, Instagram. 
Yeah. That's what's yeah. up. Lots of different recipes. Jessica, you have three kids? I have three children. Jeez, that's crazy. That makes you have me feel no idea. That makes me feel so lazy. You have, people have no idea. I have three kids. Two on point. I have this business. I teach full time. Nice. And I um, do teaching at Growing Home, which is an urban farm, right. 59th and Wood. Right. And I do demos once a month with an organization called Imagine Inglewood If. That's what's up. So I'm, I'm trying to. I'm thinking about buying a building on 65th and Bishop. That's what's up. I think you should totally do it. Really? Yeah. Why? Because it's smart. But it's like super in the hood. Oh, I work on 63rd and Halstead. I know. I'm okay. just hey, like, hey, hey. I'm just saying. What's wrong with the hood? Nothing. Nothing's wrong, wrong with the hood. I'm saying like the block, really the street right across, the house right across the street from it is abandoned. The one yeah, on but the how long is it going to be abandoned for? That's what I'm thinking. That's so my I thought. Think you should my go thought for it. is it can only go up. Can't get any worse. I think it's smart. It can only go up. Especially you don't have like kids. You don't have a lot tying you down. So yes, right. I think you should. 100% so if I have to like, if I get robbed, like the only person I would get hurt is me. I don't I have think a you're lot gonna of get assets. Robbed. I have a lot of heavy stuff that I care about, like my records. They're not going to care my records. No. My movies, maybe my television. Oof. Yeah. No, I've never been robbed. My car has been broken into. You live in Evergreen No, I, I lived on 51st and last and laughing for a big part of my life. And my okay. car got broken into three times over there. Okay. I'm sorry. I'm not trying to discredit anything. I just, just I've lived lots of places. I feel you. This is just my stomping ground right now. Alright. A little house. A little house with your little family. Yes. So, okay, okay, okay. So, let's get into this generation thing you were telling me about last time. Oh, yes. That was super interesting. Yes. It, uh, and and it kind of ties into what's happening with Trump right now. It is. So, this yeah. morning, I woke up. You're too cool right now. I need you to get closer to the mic. Oh, sorry. It's okay. You're leaning back then. Because I, I appreciate cause I, it. Because that's how I think. Um, so, this morning, I had to sit down and talk to my kids about the fact that Donald Trump won last night. Oof. And so, my oldest took it the worst. Obviously, because she knows, you know, she knows a little bit more about what's going on, uh-huh. what he kind of stood for, type of thing, and so she was a little bit frustrated. And her first question to me was, "Well, my friend's party is Saturday, and she's Mexican, so what's gonna happen?" And I'm sitting there like, "Oh my God, America! We did not think about we. I think we were kind of selfish, and we didn't think about our children. Mm-hmm. So if you remember our generation, we're the millennials." And there were defining moments in our history that developed who we are. Right. One of the biggest ones was like 9-11, right? Sure. So we were growing up during that time. We remember where we were at 9-11. Remember, we walked out of uh, high school. Remember yeah. when that stuff was happening? And like we remember where we were, and that kind of built our character, who we are, right? So we've been built into a world of security, built into a world of, you know, checkpoints and make, you know, you know, war type atmosphere. Like that's what we are built into. Well, I think this is going to be a defining moment for Generation Z, which is the generation after millennials. Right. This will be one of their defining moments. Like it's going to be their 9-11. Like it's gonna be something that shaped them. They will remember, my daughter will remember. How she felt the day I told her that he won the election. She'll remember how it made her feel. And she'll remember what it meant to her in her scope of life. You know what I'm saying? Like, we all remember where we were in 9-11. She'll remember that moment. She'll remember how it made it feel. She'll remember that a Caucasian male was able to say what he wanted, do what he wanted, and 
be president. Like, she will remember that. And I had to kind of reiterate to her, like, just because you're a woman doesn't mean that you can't be president, doesn't mean that you can't do what you want to do. Like, that sucks to have to have that conversation. Sure. And, like, my seven-year-old, he kind of gets it, and his thing was like, oh, that sucks. Why? Why did they vote him? It was kind of like that. But my 10-year-old sat down and was like, what just happened, Mom? You know, like, had to really sit down and think about it. And my sister's kid, she's 10, too. My, um, me and my sister, our kids are, like, nine months apart. Okay. And so she, her daughter cried, like, just wow. broke down and cried. And I was like, man, this really is a defining moment in a chapter of their lives, right? And so one of the things that we were talking about last time, Jared, was, like, Generation Z, which is my daughter's generation, how they're going to have such different values than what millennials have. So millennials... We are millennials. We are very brand-centric. Um, we are semi-fight the power, semi-go-with-the-flow. Um, right now, marketers are marketing to millennials, right? Because we're brand-sensitive. We're going to buy the Jordans. We're going to buy the Gucci. That's just kind of what we were built up into. And I think that kind of has a hip-hop influence into it and sure. the trend influence. And then, of course, there's the factor of social media influence. And so that's something that shaped, that's what millennials are. Where I think the Generation Z, I think they're going to be a little bit more hippie-like. Like, studies are showing that they're going to be, like, a little more chill. They're going to be anti-education. Like, I'm not going to college because... Right. My mama went to college and she's like $80,000 deep in it or, you know, it just didn't pay off for them. Sure. And so they might go to community college, but I think the university thing is not going to be something that is. Or that online college stuff. Yeah, they might do something like that because they're used to, they're tied to their phones. My 10-year-old has an iPod. Like, she has a cloud account. Like, she sends me, she FaceTimes me, like, hmm. at 10. You know, like, that's. That's something that's inbred in them. Other thing that I think Gen Z is going to be a lot different than millennials is they have, um, when they go out to eat, they have a plethora. So when they go somewhere, they're going to have nachos or they're going to have Chinese food. So their cultures are intermingled uh -huh. where ours are more separated. You know what I'm saying? Sure. And there's going to be more intermingled, which is why I think this Trump thing impacts them way more than we think. Like, I think every kid in America probably knows a Latino, knows someone who's an immigrant, is friends with someone who's an immigrant, or their parents are immigrant. Like, it directly affects them. Sure. Where millennials, back back then, it, would be, it wouldn't be as much. Do you know what I'm saying? Is this in any way going to impact... Because you mentioned that they're going to be... Something else you mentioned is that they're going to be a lot more careful with their social media. So like the that, Gen Zers? Yeah. I don't know that one yet. Because... Um, I think they need to be more careful. Mm -hmm. I think that hopefully um, education, as they get older, like as they go in school, that their teachers are telling them, where we were like the guinea pigs, right? right. So when I posted something... I didn't really know about filters yet. Like, they're going to be super... Like, when they get ready to post something, it's going to be, like, the dopest pictures ever. Like, right. they, they know about the lighting. It, right now, my daughter's selfies is on point. Like, she's on fleek when she does her selfies. Like, I don't... I'm not that good. But I mean about, like, bad stuff. Like, Like, me and Will were talking about how Donald Trump, these clips of him talking about, you know, grabbing by the pussy and this kind of stuff. Like, everybody's going to have something like that. Like, everybody's going to have some recording that they didn't mean to, that they, somewhere they said something that somebody oh, recorded right, something right, 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 and right. it gets out, or some picture you posted that song when you was doing a cake stand and somebody had their balls in your mouth or something. Like, right. everybody that tries to do anything in 
10 or 15 years. Like, not even, this isn't even like a 50 to 100 year plan. Like, Mm -hmm. in 10 years, anybody that tries to run for anything is going to have something on their social media that is going to deem them unpresidential or unworthy. Are they, are Gen Zers going to be way more cool about that shit? Nope. Really? Nope. Why not? I think everybody's going to have something. I think time will tell. I think they're going to be a little more, um, like they're going to critique things a little more. Okay. They're going to feel like they should have been more careful. Hmm. But I mean, everything is, everything is given, everything is leading to people getting more access to you. To, yeah, to correct. There, be, there is no privacy. Yeah. So in that no privacy, like there, you don't think there's going to be an acceptable, level of filth I mean there already kind of is yeah yes and no because either way the way the generations go the millennial is going to be ahead of that Gen Z year so millennials aren't going to make it acceptable so regardless we just, elect, if a, we just elected a man I was talking but about regardless, regardless if a, regardless if a, but, but what happened people are in shock People are like, what just happened to America today? You know, like people feel like that right now. So it doesn't make it acceptable. Just not everybody he got does, because a bunch of people voted for him. Yeah, there's a lot of people. Okay, you have two daughters and a son. Mm-hmm. Do you notice how like you didn't grow up with a brother, right? I have brothers, but I didn't grow up with them. Okay. Like, you know that he's in, like, a totally different world than, like, guys you grew up with, right? Who, my son? Yeah. Oh, most definitely. Like, he can't get away with half the stuff that we got away with in high school. He never will. Like, the stuff, like, we, like, women got sexually assaulted in the the hallways of Jones, like, all the time. (laughs) Like... I mean, not even that. I mean, like, like clapping people up, like, that, like, forced juking shit we used to do, like... If he did that in, in, in high school, like he he would be like a sex offender. Like this that's like serious stuff. Come on now. You're not telling that. me that ain't nobody getting away with that at school right now. Nah, that that's not still at, occurring. That's still occurring. That's still occurring. At Jones too. That's still occurring. It's still occurring. Really? High school is still high school, Jerry. Okay. It's not I, could, stop. I, I could be It's not gonna stop. I could be very sensitive no. to it. Or I could be overthinking it because I'm not close enough to kids and school. No, no. Okay. They already getting catty with her at school. Like, girl drama already. Can we wait till you get to high school? Well, that's girl on girl stuff. I'm talking about girl guy stuff. It's going to be the same thing. I don't think that changes. I don't. I think it's you worse. Get, it, Didn't I tell you a story? What grade is he in? Second. Okay. And she's in fifth. In seventh grade, mm-hmm. a guy that I went to grammar school with mm-hmm. walked up to this girl who... Had huge boobs. Okay. <laughs> and like fake tripped and fell on her oh. and like dabbed her titties and like fell away. <laughs> now, he got suspended for like 10 days. I, I think it's, I think that it's going to be a bit different. So where we might have clapped somebody up, I think that they're going to snap somebody up. And what I mean by that, I was at uh, Jake's Warehouse in Indiana mm-hmm. a few weeks ago for a birthday party. Okay. And, you know, it's like teenagers. There was a couple teenagers there. And then one walked past me, and my husband's playing a game. Like, he's a gamer, so he's in there just playing a game. Not to pay attention to anything else around. The guy walked past. It's a group of these teenagers, but maybe they're like 13. 
13 to 15 in age. Sorry, I'm thinking about it. And, some, and one of them was like, hey, yo, just get us naked on a snap, bro. Just get her naked on a snap. What? I turned to Rosewood like, do you hear this? And he's like, why am I missing? He just told his friend to just get her naked on a snap. I said, first of all, oh, my God, I feel violated for whoever that little girl is. Her mama, her whole family, like, if that happens... And she takes a snap where she's naked, like that lasts forever, and now she's being violated in a different type of way. Okay. So, yeah, maybe they're not going to clap somebody up, but maybe the violation is going to happen through a phone. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, but that's not, like, random enough. Like, you'd have to, he'd have to, like, have some kind of relationship with her to get her naked on a snap, right? Like, that's not just some... Like I'm think I'm talking no, about like random not, like drive by acts like like he's not he's not gonna be able to slap no girl on the ass that's he's gonna get kicked out of school for that I don't think so really I don't think so bro you know that's if the girl tells you, don't you see that like the the she the don't social have to tell norm, somebody else the can social tell. norm is different you got insta thoughts like making their way through the mainstream like that that's going to be okay. That's going to be okay. Unfortunately. You know about these checklists at the colleges, right? Like consent checklist? Yeah, yeah. How is that, how is what you're saying and that in the same world? Like how, are, you don't think it's going to trickle down to where things get more stringent? Possibly. We'll see. Time will tell. Yes. I think it's upbringing. Like, yeah, my daughter's better not let somebody trip into their chest like get your life together but if a boy okay if a young boy did that are you pressing charges do you think that your do you think that your daughter has been like sexually assaulted are you like having a conversation I, with her about like this this and this if some little boy tripped into her titties yeah like no okay but okay but you're making this face and be like no that's ridiculous he's just a little boy kidding around like he's finding himself but there are parents that would like that's true this little boy is this little boy assaulted my daughter i want him out of this school she doesn't feel safe he is a, a threat yeah some people would do that you don't think that's more what people they are that's going what we call that? the helicopter parent what is that the person who makes sure that nothing we helicopter hover over them. That's what, um, like that our a- parents. Bef- so our parents were considered helicopter parents, the millennial okay. parents, which is why they feel we are the way we are. That they coddled us too much. Like you got a prize, you got an award just for coming to school. Well, you should get an award for getting straight A's, not for just coming to school. That's that they, us. That's us. Really? Millennials. That is that is us. Don't there you remember? Diff- there aren't different levels of millennials though. Like I feel like those are kids younger than us. There are so millennials. Depending on who you talk to, they spend certain time frames. Okay. But I think that's us too. You don't remember getting like an eighth place, like people getting eighth place medals yeah, and stuff. Yeah. Like they but, shouldn't get that. Sh- one, two, three is all that should be. But important. they announced one, two, and three, and they gave us our shit. On yeah, the but tuck. they still gave you something though. Right. If but kids you did, younger you than us, us. Kids younger than us. That's the whole like. We're not keeping score at the soccer game. That's generation. the Molana parent. I didn't get there yet. Give me a second. But it's a bunch of them. Like, it's a lot of kids now. Like, their leagues don't play soccer. They're not just certain parents. These are, like, old leagues. They don't play soccer? They don't keep score to games. That's unfortunate. So, like, the kids don't know who wins and who loses. They but just play to just to play. Yeah, but there are certain teams where, That's like, the Molana. That's zero. the Molana parent. I explain that in It's moment. not, like, a lawnmower generation. It's not, like, a, a group of them that are on that. 
Yeah, well, yeah, that's okay. the, so. So, millennial parents had helicopter parents sure. like hovered over us to make sure everything was okay. They called us, "Oh my God, are you doing all right?" Um, just made sure, helped us progress in life. The lawnmower parent is what they're calling millennial parents, like me. They mm-hmm. they would say that I'm a lawnmower parent, and that means I try to cut down everything before it gets to my kids. Right, like, like you did this morning. Yeah, like I did this morning. Mm-hmm. Like, don't go to school and hear about it from them. We're going to talk about it now. Right. We're going to hear. I want to hear your feelings. I want to know your thoughts. I want to know what you're thinking, blah, blah, blah. That's the mold. I'm cutting everything down before it gets to them. Got it. And so that's, I think, these parents who are, don't keep score, just let them have fun, you know, that type of parent. I think that's that. That's not messing them up in life later on. Time will tell, but I think so. Like, aren't these kids running into, like, a rude awakening when, like, kids that have been raising them, like, I'm going to raise my kids? Like, oh, that's what I hey, do. you just lost. You need to get better if you want to win. You suck at life. Let's get your life together. Yeah, that's my kids get that. Once you turn seven, it's just over. But I think with everything that was going on, especially because I'm raising a little black man, I wanted to have a conversation with them. And we've had conversations, like, with all the shootings and everything that's happening to black men. I have several conversations with my little black man, like, let's talk about this. You don't consider him uh, biracial? So, let's talk about that. That's my stepson. What? That's not, he was not birthed out of my vagina. Oh, okay. So, he's not biracial. Got it. But I'm, like, his caretaker, so that's why we have these conversations about why Black Lives Matter, and why your daddy's life matters, and why your mama shouldn't be talking shit about him. That type of thing. Wowzers. Okay. I just blew you, sorry. Uh, no, I just I just didn't know that. <laughs> it was fine. Because he blends in with all the rest of them. Yeah, he's got a little curly <laughs> thing going on. Um, okay. No. I don't really know. <laughs> that threw me I, off a little bit. Sorry. No, there's no problem. So, okay, I mean, you still consider him your son. I mean, yeah. whatever. So, like... Having a son and having a daughter and then looking at the future, who do you think, who, I don't want to say, like, who do you, like, fear for? I don't want to say that. But, like, whose world is going to shift the most? His. Really? That's why I spend more time talking to him. Mm -hmm. I spend more time, like, just making sure that he understands. Right. Like, his role in this world. Tell me more about that. Go in. So... When, like, all the hashtags started happening and you see these black men getting killed, like, most people would kind of shield their kids from that. I said, Mm -hmm. sit here and watch this. Right. Watch this. Ask me questions. Ask me what's going on. And so he would ask me, and he would, and it's so interesting because looking through someone's eyes who's so innocent, he's just like, well, why doesn't President Obama do something? Isn't he a black man? Mm -hmm. Like, simple things like that. And it's like, well, he can't just do what he wants to do. It's... It's a little bit more into that, and it's probably that. It's that. Don't worry. Okay. <laughs> um, like, it's more into that. And he would ask me very simple questions, and I would tell him the honest-to-God truth. Like, yeah, it's, I worry. He, he brought up, well, well, Daddy works a lot, and he's out there because something happened to him. Yes, 100% something can happen to him. Well, I don't want anything to happen to him. No, I don't want anything to happen to him either, so... Um, well, how do we stop it? I said, well, he has to be alert and he has to make good decisions. And that's the same thing you have to do when you get older and you start driving, you're out there in the streets. Like having these real deep, probably not his age group conversations, but I think he needs to start having these conversations because I want him to be knowledgeable about his life now. Like this is 
what's going on in your life as a black man. What kind, of, what kind of conversations do you have to have with your daughters? So I had the same conversations with her. Well, my two-year-old, she ain't ready right, for right. Well, Maybe she's ready. She's a bit much. But my 10-year-old, we have very candid conversations. Um, and she asks us a lot of questions. She has, she reminds me a lot of myself because mm-hmm. she's very, well, no, I'm not going to take that. Or, no, they can't do that to me. That's not going to happen. <laughs> and I'm like, wait, look, we got to calm down a little bit. Like, okay. it's it's it can happen. And let's talk about if it does. Let's talk about if this happens. Let's talk about how you go about handling these type of situations. Let's talk about it. And I let them do a lot of talking so that I understand where their heads are. Sure. Because... You know, they are in an environment that is different than what we grew up in. Like, they go to a multiracial school. They have all type of races and all type of people there. And all type of people there. So it'd be important for them to kind of understand different things. Would you have a problem? Well, I guess not. Because well, would you have a problem with uh, your son dating a white girl? Why did I whisper it like that? Like I was You're like, afraid? I don't know. It's, it's been a... It's been a big topic on my show lately, and I was just wondering. But he, can, he can date who he wants to date. Okay. That's up to him. Would you have any feelings about it? Um, just, being, just being totally honest. I mean, I or as honest as you want to be. You I can lie be, if you want. I would be interested to know, you know, what attracted him to her, because that would be interesting to know. Like, I would want to know what they have in common, but if there's some common ground, yeah, do what you do. Oh, okay. I'm a product of a biracial relationship. Like my mom, my, my mom looks white, and from first glance, you think she's Caucasian until she opens her mouth and you hear her accent. But until then, and she would get a lot of looks and stares. We grew up in all black neighborhoods. She would come outside and kick it with people. She would talk to people. She would people when we go to the grocery store, they'd be like, "Oh, is this the nanny?" Mm-hmm. Like they, she birthed us. Like these are my daughters. What are you talking about? Like. Her and my dad would get rocks and stuff thrown at them when they first started dating. Like they, people would talk about them and, you know, what you doing with her? And to this day, she, my my mother's relationships with the African American woman are very hard for her to manage mm-hmm. because of what she went through. Like she does it. I don't think she get grasps how to handle those situations sometimes. Jeez. To this day, yeah, it's crazy. It is crazy. Should be interesting. Yeah. Wow. So you've got like another eight, twenty years, sixteen years of parenthood, like officially. Yeah. It's deep. How did like so? What were like some of the first adjustments you had to make, like as a parent? So when I had Harmony, I was. I got pregnant at about 19. Harmony and Lyric are your daughters? Yeah. <laughs> when I first had Harmony, 19, I had her about when I, when I first turned 20. And the biggest adjustment I had to make was the fact that my whole my whole outlook on life changed. Like, I had fucked up a scholarship at DePaul. Like, I had fucked up a lot of things. So after I had her, I had to refocus. And it gave me a reason to refocus. And it gave me a reason to be as tenacious as I am now. Like, I I owe that to her, 100%. That's what's up. Yeah, and of course the money. I don't think you're ever financially ready to have a child. I know, man. I always hear people talk that shit. But like... Oh, no. It's true. 
I think even like even people like like Kim Kardashian, Kanye West, like they have a child, they had to make adjustments right. to their life. It costs money. It's sure. not, it's no joke. No, I know. I'm saying I'm talking about like not being re- like not being ready or like not being able to plan. Like you're never gonna be ready, right? With lyric, I think we were a bit more ready. Like that was my planned child. Like I planned to have that child. Uh-huh. So I knew what I was getting myself into, but with Harmony, she was a surprise, and you know, a surprise that we were like, we're gonna keep it, we're not gonna keep it type thing. Like it was that serious in our life. We had a much, we had money. It was like struggle. The struggle was real. Both of your Roosevelt's daughter, both of the daughters of Roosevelt's, right? Yes, all of those kids are Roosevelt. Right. Got it. <laughs> Piece it together. No, I got it. I just <laughs> this is next question. Um, <laughs> nice. I don't. Uh, so yeah, that's what's up. <laughs> yeah. So that was harmony. Nice. Pretty dope. That's crazy. And Jeremiah was a bit more of a surprise. I bet. Yeah. So. I I want to ask questions. I just I'm just go like, for it. I don't. I just, scared what, man's a dead man. You say what? Scared what man's a dead. So, um, after Harmony, we was good for a while, you know, hanging in there, and then we were young, right? And it got stressful, and we took a break. And he like, he like had like a whole other chick, or he just had like a baby, kind of like popped off. He. <laughs> I guess you should ask him that, but it right. was, it was, um, if you ask me, it was a, it, from what we've discussed, it was like not supposed to be anything. Of course. That's, that's what I would have said too. Well, yeah. And I'm pretty sure that's what it was, <laughs> but, um, it was a, that's what it was. Yeah. 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 He was gone for about a month, came back and a couple months later, need to let you know something about that month. Wow, how'd that conversation go? One of the worst days of my life. Really? <laughs> yeah, and I'm sure. I mean, was, I'm not expecting it to be a good day. No, I mean, it wasn't like, a good day. It was really a rough day. Really? Yeah. It was, like other stuff was going on too, or like just no, that it was just, was just it crazy. was just that because you know we had known each other since we were 18 and been in this world we're in relationship, and then. We had built a life, you know what I'm saying? Like, we had built, like, a house, and we had goals. And one thing about relationships, which I think people got all fucked up, is it, it ain't about love. Fuck love. When you want to marry somebody, it's not about love. It's not about sex. A marriage or that type of relationship where you're tying your house to somebody, your insurance, that is the hugest financial decision you will make in your life. Mm-hmm. So if you're not tied to someone who's focused, who's got the same goals... Fuck all that love shit. You can find somebody else to love. You can find somebody else to fuck. But you need somebody who's going to be on the same financial mind as you are. And that was one thing that me and Roosevelt always were focused on. Like, we were on the same financial mind. Like, get this money. We had goals. We had dreams. We had things that we wanted to accomplish. And that was something that me and him had accomplished. Of course, I loved him, right? Of course, we had good sex. Yay. But it was the fact that we were on the same financial... Because it's a financial decision. Like, all of your stuff is tied together. It's, right. I think that's one of the... I think that's one of the flaws that people think about when they're thinking about marriage. Yeah, no, it's not romantic. It's not, like, all hallmarky and stuff, but it's the truth. Like, this is a financial decision. Like, let's think about that. And so we 
we were on the same financial pl- plane. So I trusted him with my finances, meaning I trusted him with a lot. And so for him to like dip off, that was a breach of trust. And so that was something that we had to continue. Like we went to counseling and stuff and before we got married. And that was something that we worked on to get to the point that we are today. This conversation isn't going to like take y'all back. Oh, he, oh, okay. he knows all this stuff. This is we. we I just don't want to be judging up anything. I no, hate no, no, up a no, no, life. no, 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 okay. no, no. I'm completely fine <laughs> okay. with it. I'm, I'm good. Obviously, I'm racing. All right, <laughs> no, I'm just saying tonight. Like, just nigga, come in. You get the side eyes. Oh, no, 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 what the fuck no, is y'all no, talking no, about? No, I think when you when you honestly move past something, you can talk about, it, can talk about it. it. And sometimes I feel like when I talk about it to people, it's a way to help somebody else out of a situation. Like, yeah, yeah, that situation was a lot. If y'all get it's still ongoing. Well, obviously. Custody battles. Sure. Oh, wow. Um, Does he get half of Sofrito if if it all blows up? That's a Jessica business. Oh, okay. 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 I'm just asking. I'm sorry. We don't have breaks down. (laughs) And he's got a Roosevelt business. That's what's up. Bath, one, two, and three. Let's start some baths. Wow. And they, they. they moved as soon as she said it. Look at her. <laughs> they are they are racing to follow her directions, and the little one is struggling up. Yeah, she struggled. <laughs> they left her. <laughs> wow, that's what's up. Yeah. The two girls have their own room, or they have everybody has their own room. Oh wow. Yeah. That's crazy. That's crazy. Why? Why would they have their own rooms? I don't know. I mean, sometimes the daughters room together or something. I don't know. I told you, my two-year-old is very independent. She wouldn't even have it. She needs her own room. Got you. She needs her own space. Roosevelt have his own space, too? Yeah, like a little man cave situation? Yeah, he's got a man cave. That's what's up. I'll show you. Did you give it to him, or was that like a That was one of the main reasons we got this house. Because he has space. Because he has space. Well, because, you know, he he was starting to do his recording. So he needed all space right. to have all of his equipment in. That's what's up. And so that was what the space was for. Do you, like, in your situation, like, how many traditional gender roles do you, like, do you guys, like, subscribe to? Is that a weird question? Yeah, what the fuck is that? What, well, because, I don't know, it's just come, like, so I have an issue. There was this list that came out, and it was like, uh... Like, I see all these lists all the time about, like, things women should expect from a husband. And, like, there was this thing that came out the other day where, like, uh, this dude was talking about how um, he pays all the bills in his house. And if that's how it's going, if a woman going to be with him, that's how it's going to be. So I'm just always interested in women's roles in their husband's lives or in the household or and like... Like, how that breaks down on a real-life level. Because, like, everybody can, like, write memes about what a man should do and what a woman should do and, like, these perfect scenarios. But you guys have had obvious, like, shifts in your life. Y'all got kids. Y'all got, like, real budget shit y'all have to break down. Like, you are you obviously, like, have culinary skills because, like, that's your profession. But, like, does he cook too? Does he Are there shit that you do and he do that's, like, traditional? Do you guys, like, have weird shit that y'all break down? Shit, like, I'm asking, like, about, like, real... Gender... To, to say the term gender roles, I guess, made it weird. Yeah. That but, like, I'm just wondering how... How we operate. The shit works, breaks down in, in the house. Yeah. Yeah, so... Um, we... It depends. Like, we, we share a lot of roles... But um, he works a lot because he's paying bills. And so 
I take on more of the motherly type of stuff. So I do a lot of, obviously I have a color degree. He don't let me forget it because he paid for it. So he's like, um, you <laughs> let's uh, you want to get to cooking? You know, he'll say something like that. I pay for the color degree and that's fine. So I cook on occasion. I cook not only just because of that, but it helps me experiment. So my sure. kids are my dummies. So they try all my food to let me know if it's good or test not. Test dummies. Yep. That's not like a nickname for them. No. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> They're my test dummies. They try all my different foods. So I don't mind cooking and, and we, like, so if he's here, you know, he's starting to load the laundry. If I'm here, then I'm starting it. If he's here, he's, like, getting him ready to go to bath or he's helping with homework. It depends. It depends on what's going on, you know, what's going on that day or what, what we're doing. We switch off. Um, I will say that as far as bills, like, he, he does bring it in the money, but I control the budget. Okay. And we learned that very young in our relationship that I should probably control the budget. Sure. And... And it's fine. Like, I mean, when I say control the budget, I just make sure the bills get paid. Like, that's, like if I need extra, some bill came in, it's higher than usual. Like, it just gives me the money, I pay it. Like, we just, that's how we work. Working like that for about Is, 13 years. Okay, so he pays all the bills? No, we. I pay some bills, too. I work. I, I didn't say you didn't. But, like, so, so somebody was breaking it down. Like, so he takes care of the home, and then, like, she... Buys all the food and groceries, which still is like putting a bitch in a kitchen type shit. Like, so, like, does he pay like the rent and the mortgage, and like she pays the you pay utilities? Like, and I don't, I'm not trying to get into the business too much. I'm just wondering, like, I'm just wondering how it really works in a real family. Well, um, and and, and this isn't obviously this isn't like speaking for all families. I'm just, yeah, well, he pays. Um, so we have two properties we have this one, we have a, a rental unit. So he controls the properties, right? So he has, like, he pays the mortgage on both units. He collects the rents and takes care of properties. And, um, and then, yeah, like, groceries. So, like, you take care care of, like, like, vacations and, like, Christmas or, like. I'm done with Christmas. Wow. G move. Yes. That's a passcode right there. Rojo (laughs) show passcode. She's done with Christmas. Fuck all that Black Friday shit. I have the keys. Yes, I do. This is November is... 9th, and everybody's all sewn up. That's crazy. Yeah, that's a major key. I... Yeah, anyways. But <laughs> I, um, yeah, so I take it. I do a lot of shopping. I like to shop. So here, like, I don't, I can't, I can't tell you the last time he's bought clothes for himself. Wow. I buy, I do the shopping. He don't like shopping, so I do all shopping. That's what's up. He's fly. He's got nice shoes, nice clothes. I make sure he looks nice, but. You want these? These look nice. And sometimes I don't ask. I just buy. That's what's up. All the kids got clothes, shoes for days. Like, ridiculous. Because oh. you care about that stuff. Not that I care about it, but... Well, you care about it more than Gen Zers will. Most definitely. She'll be like, Mom, I really just need... Yeah, Why'd you buy me all like, these shoes when I was younger? Oh, my younger? God. Like, she's... Like, sometimes I be like, girl, why are you looking like that to go to school? You are representing me, okay? This is not a representation of Jessica. No, today. you got gear. What are you doing? Like, Lord, what is wrong with you? That's crazy. So, yeah. Wow. That's what's up. I really, that's really kind of, I mean, I don't know. That's really kind of it. I don't want to be, like, making up reasons to talk to you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no more business questions? Um. Not really. Not really. Do you, how do you, like, I guess you just keep track of how many cases you sell. Is the is the business growing? Like, is it awesome? It's like, how's it doing? It's doing pretty good. It's not doing as well as it was doing the first couple weeks it was out, but it's still doing good. Um, 
my hope is that I, I gather more. Um, I want to do more demos in the neighborhood so that people know how to use it. Okay. Um, and not just how to use it. I want people to understand how to cook healthy. Like, you don't always have to have fried greens, like fried chicken and collard greens. Like, there's other options sure, out there. And just sure. try to, I want to do a little bit more of that. So hopefully in the new year, that's something that I'll do a little bit more. Your kids I, eat super healthy? Um, Not super healthy. They eat. But, you know, like... We, like today they had spaghetti like pasta and meatballs like right but like when's the last time they had like McDonald's yesterday with my mama oh hilarious <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> do they like eat like a lot of like sugar and like sweets and stuff no do they know what a candy bar is yeah they know what candy is oh okay we just trick or treated <laughs> yeah I don't know I'm just asking yeah they, they do they eat all that I just I try to incorporate oh, a little bit more into here's their a good diet one. Are any of them allergic to anything? No. No? None of my kids are allergic to anything. Why? Is there anything that you did different? Like, this is a this may be a personal question. Did they all come out of your vagina? So, like I said, the two that I birthed. That's what I mean. They can't, yeah. All natural. Obviously, the, the, we know the other one is. Right. So, all natural. Nothing. I took no drugs, no nothing. I popped those suckers right out. I heard that has something to do with it. I don't know. I, I heard coming like out of the birth canal, like you get some kind of you know goop on you that like some kind of like bacteria that you need to like fight off that kind of stuff. I don't know. I just know I popped them out. I didn't do any drugs. Nothing. Like I get. I, I didn't even want an IV. I didn't want nothing. You breastfeed them? Yes, they're both best friends. Damn it, mom. <laughs> You're allergic to stuff? No, but I wasn't breastfed. Oh, yeah. I that's like my little sister. I feel like I could have been 6'4 if I was breastfed. <laughs> that's my little sister. Like, I wouldn't be sick, by the way, if you breastfed. Hell yeah. Semi-like babies. Yeah, my so. Sister. No, no, I, yeah, I breastfed them all. Yeah, I think as soon as I have a baby, I'm just going to, like, rub peanuts in their faces. Just to, like, fight it. You know? Leave them out in the snow. You might. If you rub peanuts in their face, you might make them allergic. Really? I think, I think... Uh, it's not like I snake think venom. I've heard that if it's some if they get exposed too much, so it's what the mother eats. Hmm. So if maybe she ate a lot of peanut butter, maybe that made them. You know, when she's pregnant, I think it. I think that has something to do with it, because they're eating what you're eating. You know. The last couple of chicks I've dated have been like some kale eating chicks. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. pretty healthy and crunchy, like. But I don't know. What kind? I mean, what? A, I don't know. Do they like? Are your kids like? Well, you are they like uh, technology people? Like you said, your daughter has an iPod. Yeah, they're they're pretty technology savvy. I think all of Gen Z is. Do they know about like? Savvy. Hey, don't make me. I don't mean it like that. Like, like I had Andrea and Hector on a show, right? And he was like, their kids don't know anything about clothes, but they know like new iPads and new technology stuff. Like, what are your kids into? Like, does your does your son play sports? Does your daughter play sports? My daughter plays the saxophone. Oh, okay. And my... Oh, that's weird. <laughs> yeah, my daughter plays the saxophone. Uh-huh. My son, he's not really into anything yet, but um, probably next year is when they can start signing up for stuff, and so we'll probably put them in maybe like football or something. Are any of them left-handed? No. Football? Yeah, he said he wants to do football. I'm going to let him do what he wants to do. Are you afraid of that? No. CTE? Concussions? No. No? No. Not soccer? You're not going to push him towards soccer instead of football? 
I would, that's kind of I'm aggressive. not gonna push him into anything. That's kind of aggressive. Do, let him do you want to be raising a cisgendered male? Let him figure out <laughs> if that's what he wants to do. Do you know about gender pronouns? Not many. You know some? Yeah, but I don't, I don't know what you just said. Cisgendered? Yeah. That's what I am, technically, if you ask the transies. Okay. Uh, <laughs> I'm cisgendered because I identify with the sex that I was born. So since I was born a, ma- a boy or a oh, male, right. You're a boy. I associate as, yeah, there's a name for that. Okay. Yeah. Okay. And there's like 50 of them now, gender pronouns. You don't know about this? I swear, I feel like you would know about this, especially with like the Zen, the, uh, the Gen Zers. That was very, I'm going to start saying that shit. I've been quoting that since I yeah, left. The, ones I to- the one after Gen Z, they're called the Alpha Generation. Mm, that sounds like some Dragon Ball Z type shit. Yeah, that might be Lyric. Or it might be like the generation right after her. Yeah, the way you're saying it, I mean, she's still going to be a Gen Z. Her kids are going to be Gen Zers. No, no. Female, feminine. Generations usually last about 10 to 20 years. Then how are we millennials still? We are millennials. 20 year span. Okay. The ones before us are the um, Gen Xers. Z. Oh my God. Where's the list? So it's Z, it's C. It's A. These are gender pronouns. This is like, uh. Oh my god. Like how you're supposed to, like, break it down, I guess. Gender neutral gender pronouns. And then there's, like, uh, more specific ones. That's a lot. And then check this out. That's a lot. Somewhere, I can't remember what state it is, but they're starting to find you. For using the wrong gender pronoun with people. So if you have a girl that's walking down the street and she looks like a girl, but she identifies as a guy and you say, excuse me, ma'am, or uh, whatever, mm-hmm. she can like she can like write you a ticket. You can get a ticket r- written ridiculous. for you that's for like mis misidentifying someone, I guess it's called. That's ridiculous. Rachel Dolezal is about to write a book. Or she, she's about to have a book come out about her life as a black woman. Mm. Um, yeah, man. I don't know. That's too much. Your kids' schools don't have three bathrooms? Nope. What's That'll time? take some the time. Young, the younger one is going to. The younger yeah. one is going to have three bathrooms. It's going to take some time. How are you... What is the conversation going to be about when you have to tell her that uh, Ryan has the same parts as her but thinks she's a boy. So, um, my 10 year old, we've already had this conversation. Really? Yes. This is scary. Go ahead. So, my sister's 10 year old has a student in her class that uh, is transitioning. What? And so, she brought it up to Harmony, and so Harmony's like, um, isn't what God gave me what I have? Yes. In this in this house? Yes. But in other people's houses, things might be different. And so she asked me questions. We have very candid conversations, we might say. Probably conversations we should be so candid. No, that's perfect. We just have these candid conversations. Can you do you know what 
signs this person could be exhibiting at 10? She, from what I said, she's just dressing like a boy. Okay. And so... Does that cause a conversation with you and Harmony about what dressing like a boy is? Is she afraid to wear jeans now and, like, um, a plaid shirt? No. No? No. Okay. She wears what she wants to wear. Okay. She's got her own little style. Sure, but do you see it, like, do you see it, like, it affecting her in any way? Like, do you see her, like, is she starting to, like, shy away from certain things? No, because they not, mean not things? yet. Not okay. yet. But I think the one thing about Harmony, and one thing I'm proud of with Harmony, is that she is very... She's very knowledgeable about who she is. Okay. So what I'm going to take from somebody, what I'm not going to take from somebody, what I am going to do, what I'm not going to do. Got it. Yo, mom, I'm not going to wear that. I'm not going to do that. I'm not going to do that. Like, she's very, she's very grounded in herself, which I, what I really love about her, because that's awesome. Like, that I, she's, it, it'll be very hard to get her to go with the flow. Sure. No, I'm, I'm not going to do that one. Is she, like, a fan of anybody? Like, is she, like. Zendaya. Okay. That's her favorite. Well, okay, well. And she's, she's a Disney very, kid. So okay. She's like. She's and Zendaya like, is a very independent, kind of different yeah, look yeah. kind of person. Okay, that's what's up. Yeah, that's her. What about your son? He's a work in progress. What does that mean? Um, I think he's easily persuaded. Okay. And one of the things I'm working on is establishing himself. Like, okay. I want him to be grounded in, like, harmony and know who he is and don't let people be able to change his opinion or change his viewpoint because he's here or there and that's the problem is he has two homes so he's here sometimes he has to be this Jeremiah right. there he has to be that Jeremiah and so I want him to figure out who's Jeremiah regardless of where your home is regardless of who's around you who is that person and so that's something that we're working on if you had to guess now if you had to put Soul Boricua on it is he gonna be a bully or is he gonna be bullied he's gonna be bullied if he doesn't start standing up I can't hear you. What? He's going to be bullied if he doesn't okay. start standing up for himself. Hmm. Sucks. Okay. He wears glasses. As a man that wears glasses, I mean... So far, he's been okay with the glasses. It's the, it's the siding with the others or going with the flow that I think is going to get him into trouble. Whereas Harmony is like... Not today, Pip. Gotta be all messed up. Not finna do it. And I know Lyric is already like that. You can't. I right. can't get her to do shit. Hilarious. That's what's up. She's even more opinionated than Harmony, so that's it's gonna be interesting in my home in a couple years. Wow. Jessica, this was a great talk. Yes, I think so. I'm so happy to have you on the show. It's awesome. Wow. I'm happy to support. Yay. Episode 55 with the Rojo Show's first official sponsor, Soul Boricua. I can't wait to get home and put my sofrito on something. <laughs> I don't even know. I can't wait. I'm going to go to uh, soulboricua.com. I'm going to look up some of her awesome recipes. I might even hop on the blog and see what she's got up for Tasty Tuesday. <laughs> But, uh, yeah, this is episode 55 of the Rojo Show. Big thanks to our guest, Jessica. Um, you know where to find me. If you got any questions, show at gmail.com. I'm on Instagram, shyroho1. Uh, I'm everywhere. Find the podcast on SoundCloud, iTunes, Stitcher. And as always, if you're not sharing, you're not a fan. One.